the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. Answer Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Jerry Parsons, and your calls. And do us a favor there, Felix. We're hearing ourselves back there, so you're sending it to us. There we go. Thank you very much. Uh, but we're not live at Millburgers today. We're here at the Home Garden and Environmental Show, the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show, right here in Floresville at the Convention Center. Uh, we encourage you to come, or the Civic Center, we encourage you to come on by and uh, uh, visit with us, and uh, there's lots going on today. And still so, free plants uh, left. Two o'clock. Yeah, there's still free plants there's left. Some, I see there's some more in storage there too. So yeah, so uh, everybody there being uh, uh, really uh, handling it well. Everybody that comes in registers, and once you register, you get a your choice of three different plants. One was the uh, uh, Sunbright. Is that right? The yeah. Tomato? Uh, t- the um, what do we call that? Which tomato, Jerry? The rodeo. The sunbright. rodeo tomato. Yeah. And then the uh, milkweed, uh, the tuberosa, which is a native milkweed. Uh, they call it butterfly weed. And then the other is uh, dreamland zinnia. And so, to the, of course, the zinnia and the milkweed are uh, directed towards the butterfly theme. And then the rodeo tomato was, Jerry gave his presentation yesterday on tomatoes. But uh, that's that's one of the themes. Lots of plants for sale, too, mm-hmm. out there in the, uh, in the exhibit area. In fact, in just a moment, we've got the Gonzales Master Gardeners uh, sitting to the front of us, and we're going to have them talk about Up, oh, you ready? Come on over. Get, oh, here you go. You grab the mic. They're going to tell you about uh, what they're doing here and uh, then some upcoming stuff. So what do you got going on over there? What's going on over there? Okay, over here we're having uh, roses for sale, some modern and old-fashioned heirloom roses. Uh, we have... Quite a few left. We'd like to see them all gone by the end of the day. They're beautiful from uh, the uh, Antique Rose Emporium in Brenham. So come on over to the booth. All right. Now, you guys have a plant sale coming up on the 24th, right? Yes, sir. Um, Gonzales Master Gardeners will be having a plant sale on Texas Hero Square in downtown Gonzales on Saturday, March 24th from 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m., we uh, usually have a big crowd that comes out. We'll have lots of annuals, perennials, native and adaptive plants. Our vegetables this year, we're looking to have some celebrity, black crim, Cherokee purple, beefsteak, and several varieties of uh, rodeo tomatoes, along with uh, 
a lot of herbs that people are growing. We will have some also have some roses. We're growing uh, Belinda's Dream and Grandma's Yellow Rose, and we have a red climber. So uh, come on out. We uh, plan to have a little Easter bunny on site, so it's a great opportunity for uh, photos so, of your So is that for a barbecue? Oh, no, for photos. Oh, oh Calvin. No, that's just mean. <laughs> You'd barbecue the Easter Bunny? Well, oh, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't know. At least I didn't say we would maim it like Paul. <laughs> no, that's true. Chasing the rabbit. Anyway, thank you. Yeah, we'll and see so y'all on March 24th. And you can go to uh, Google the uh, Gonzalez Master Gardeners to find out more information about the sale. So I've got a question for you. What's your favorite rose over there? My favorite is, oh, it's hard, that's a hard one. I know. Uh, I have... Uh, Grandma's yellow rose that that's been very successful in my my yard and mm -hmm. uh, pretty. I dream to have a Belinda's dream someday. Okay. <laughs> I just don't have enough room in my yard. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, along the uh, thanks, friend. Along that line, we're going to try something at one o'clock. Uh, I'm going to see if this works out. You know, it's one of my new ideas, and poor Jerry. Uh oh. Exactly. So what we're going to do is the woman came up and asked you about how to propagate roses, and you had one way, and she had a different way, and I had a different way. So we're going to, at 1 o'clock, I'm going to try to record this, and then we'll save it for our listeners. Uh, we're going to talk about how to propagate roses and just get different opinions. But what I want our listeners to do is at 1 o'clock, I want you to call in and tell us what methods you've had that have been successful for propagating roses. So uh, you get to be a part of this, and we'll kind of, it's a little round table. It's a round radio. It's a radio table. It's uh, a group effort to, to help uh, all of our other listeners. So remember, at 1 o'clock, uh, the number 210-308-8867, that's the number to call into. And uh, we'll put you on as soon as possible, and we'll uh, talk about your successful method. Uh, you can share what you've done to uh, propagate roses. So I guess this is appropriate. We've been trying to get Milton to write an article on this yeah, for so, years and years. Uh, yeah, my He's a radio years. man. Exactly. So <laughs> my strength. By the way, there are written articles on plantanswers.com. Yeah. Uh, Jerry mentioned there are about four, which was sort of interesting because I said, okay, now we had people with different methods, uh, but they were kind of doing the same thing. He said, yeah, they, they were, they were kind of different but similar. So is that accurate? Well, and ro yeah. ro roses are... <clears throat> Generally pretty easy. I guess there's a few of the old-fashioned that are tough, huh? Okay, so we'll we'll wait till one, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about that. But uh, if you're a a rose uh, grower, then uh, you plan to call us at one o'clock at 308-8867, and uh, you'll share it with all our listeners. I bet James will call. Oh, I bet you're right. All right. So 210-308-8867 is our number. Uh, again, we're here at Floresville and uh, the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show. If you go uh, uh, inside, uh, I'll kind of give you the uh, radio tour. Uh, there's all different kinds of uh, folks ranging from uh, people that can help you to improve your home to uh, vendors that have uh, arts and crafts to jewelry to jellies and food. Um, I think one of the most popular things, and the plants, obviously the plants, uh, there's a lot of good plants. The uh, Guadalupe Master Gardeners have a great yeah, uh, great plant sale going on here. Uh, all different, uh, wide variety of stuff. The uh, One of the most popular things I've seen is the oil derrick uh, sprinkler. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen Oh, you seen haven't that. seen it? I saw like four of them leave yesterday. So the sprinkler head, it's one of the ones, this is, I don't know what it's called, but people instantly know this when they go, you know those? Does that make any sense? 
Yeah, that's see, the, they're shaking their heads. They know. <laughs> that's a pulsating sprinkler. Thank you very much. Okay, we can do trivia. Is that, is that trivia what you based call on the Derrick. <laughs> yeah, oil. So, so they have an oil Derrick. It's a wooden oil Derrick built up, and then that's on top of it. So oh, you, okay. yeah, okay. so it looks like you've struck oil in your yard. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you're watering it. So that was kind of cool. That's cute. Yeah, there's uh, food. So there's all different reasons to come on out. And day is absolutely gorgeous uh, over here in Floresville. And uh, we'll get a report from Trace on what's happening at the nursery. But if it's this pretty, I bet it's busy. Yeah, and then the other thing is the Last Chance Forever will be here at 1 o'clock uh, for the Raptor Show. And uh, they had a, a program yesterday in the drizzle. Yeah. And all the, I can't believe it, all the hawks and Owls were ready to go. Yeah, we're ready to get out of here. We want some sun. And so today the sun is out, and the weather should be good. Plenty of seating, plenty of room, and everything's free, of course. Yep, So and uh, plus you get some nice free gifts if you get here in time. Uh, it's over today at, at 2. Is, is that the last? 3. Oh, three, three. I'm sorry. Good. Okay, so 3. So there's still plenty of time. And the big uh, raffle drawing will be at uh, 2.30. Oh, good. For the custom-built hummingbird and butterfly garden. <clears throat> so... Uh, that that's always popular. Uh, Fanix is providing the plants and uh, uh, files the comer- the uh, uh, mulch and compost and the uh, gardening volunteers South Texas are doing the doing the planting. Uh, so this is a self-contained. Millburgers is giving uh, some gift certificates as additional prizes and and some of the. Uh, old-fashioned old and tough modern roses are also prizes. So, still time, still time. Stop by, free plant, buy one of your old-fashioned roses for a very inexpensive price, and uh, buy some raffle tickets and uh, maybe win that uh, custom-built hummingbird and butterfly garden. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. So you can call in with your gardening questions. And uh, we'll be happy to answer them. Um, you had a question here. Um, I think uh, she was asking you. Uh, I'm trying to remember what she was asking you about. Who um, uh, me? Uh, oh, okay. Well, never mind. It'll come to me in a second. Well, it was it was kind of an th- interesting question. She, oh, she, she. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What was she asking you about hybrids and? She said that some guy from A and M. That's a bad start. Had come come <laughs> to speak to their class, Master Gardener class, and that he said that uh, that uh, celebrity is going to be uh, declassified from a hybrid to a old-fashioned to an heirloom. tomato. Oh, okay. Well, we kind of did that unofficially already, haven't we? <laughs> we because that's. And uh, I tried. It was you, Calvin. That, oh, that that. oh, yeah. oh. That, uh, that, uh, and I said, well, as far as I know, they're still doing, uh, they're still hybridizing. Oh, are they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the, the celebrity. Now we we've had some uh, some some hybrid, some new hybrids that's supposed to take the place of celebrity. Uh, be sent to us for testing, and they—they're not even a patch on celebrities' uh, shoulder. Anyway, well, we had an interesting thing. What Gardner came uh, came in today and was saying, uh, I didn't carry had most of the conversation, but he was talking about that he had found some merced. 
Right. Tomatoes, yeah, of course. Like, that that was one of the hybrids. The nursery that, there in San Antonio. Yeah. Mm. One of the hybrids that everybody was so sad to see go, and for the longest time, people collected seed. So it's kind of interesting that uh, we we kind of thought that was we were at the end of the Mercedes. We'll have we'll he left us some the the test. We'll see. There you go. We'll and let Calvin grow them and see. Speaking at the end of things, we're going to talk to Trace about uh, after the uh, 12:20 break, and uh, we'll see how we're doing on our last chance forever tycoon tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, Trace had six flats yesterday. And I'm going to tell you that if they've got them today on a sunny day like today, yeah, they're, they're going to be gone. They're going to be gone. So if you want some, uh, it's okay. You call the nursery at 497-3760 and tell them to put some aside for you. They will if they still have them. That's 210-497-3760. Uh, but we'll find out how they're doing. They, I may have just made their life miserable because they may already be gone. But anyway. Yeah, Milton, real good. I know. Always, it's always a good idea to irritate the sponsor. Uh, <laughs> well, let me, let well me, what do you mean? We've been doing it for 20 years. That's true. It still seems, here. To, seems to work. <laughs> that's a formula for success. Poke the sponsor. Oh, now we're going to get out. I suppose Charles will give us a call. I think he's listening. He's he, So if he's listening, let me tell you, Millburgers is doing some great things in the community. For instance, the Millburgers quarterly blood drive is happening. That should make Charles happy. Yeah. That's, that's happening next weekend over at Millburgers. That's from 10 to 1.30. And uh, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and Millburgers have done this, I'm going to say, for about a decade. And uh, it's uh, your chance to give back to the community. Millburger supports this with a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. They'll give that to you as a gift. So if uh, you, for some reason you can give or you can't give blood, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you go through the process, they will give you the gift certificate. And then, of course, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center always has nice things to register for or to, um, to give you as a thank you for uh, donating blood, too. So that's next Saturday at Millburgers, the 20, yeah, the 10th, next Saturday, uh, from 10 to 1.30. Now, here's my suggestion. Go ahead and go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and make a reservation. If you know you're going to be out there, you make that reservation, and that way you get there. So if it's at 10.30, you get there at 10.25. You say, I have a 10.30 reservation. And then you can irritate everybody and be move ahead a little longer. You can. You will, because yeah. uh, I've not had a reservation, and I've seen it. So you learn once. Uh, once is enough, but um, honestly, even if you don't have a reservation, it doesn't take that long. So on a pretty day like this, you're at Millburgers, which is gorgeous, and you're just kind of enjoying the weather and uh, waiting to give blood. So that's next Saturday. And then David Rodriguez, who we might talk to later today, will be uh, talking, uh, doing one of his adult uh, gardening seminars, or the Earthkind seminars, called Your Family's Spring Garden. And uh, David will uh, be talking about all different kinds of stuff. This is one of those, uh, actually, most of the things at Millburgers, uh, all the seminars, as far as I can remember, are free. This one you don't need an RSVP for. You just go. Uh, it's from 1030 to noon. Uh, David encourages you bring lots of questions, a pen, paper, uh, take notes. And uh, uh, you, you pepper David with questions. He loves that. I mean, tough questions, too. Uh, the tougher, the better. Um, and uh, oftentimes David will stay after the class uh, to answer more questions. So uh, come on out and enjoy that. Uh, no RSVP required. That's next Saturday at Millburgers on the 10th. And uh, all these are on MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. 
All right, our phone number, 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And toll-free, 866-308-8867. In just a moment, we'll... And what's that number again? 210-308-8867. Okay, yeah, you you get to do I know, it I kinda, so fast. Okay, I'll, I'll do slow. Jerry and I can't even remember it, and you no. say it fast. All right, the other the number. We, know, we never do it too fast, though, do we? No, no, never. Cause, because we get we maybe remember the first two digits. And then... Two? <laughs> Some, well, sometimes one. Two, one. Milton? <laughs> two, one, oh. 308-8867. That's the number to remember, too, uh, when you can participate in our on-air Rose Seminar. You will be a guest expert on our road, on-air Rose Seminar at 1 o'clock, so keep thinking about that. We were teasing, teasing Millburgers, but, of course, Millburgers uh, is one of the sponsors of the South Texas Home Garden Environmental oh, Show. Yeah. And, uh, the uh, of course, the uh, raffle. And they, they, every good cause we're involved with is uh, Milberger's cause too. So yeah, great they, organization. Just so involved in the community. And they, uh, mu- they must be pretty tolerant because they kept us for 20 years. So. They've been involved in this South Texas uh, Blood and Tissue Center. They work with them. They work with the food bank. They work with uh, 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 the children's. Um, the Bear County Junior Master Gardener Program. So we got a question that we're going to take off the air, so we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Oh, good, okay. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. And if you're ready for spring, Millburgers is ready to help you out with lots of ideas like petunias on sale in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. They're absolutely gorgeous. Plant them in mass, and you'll be able to when you save in the 4-inch pot, again, at just 88 cents each. Begonias are absolutely gorgeous and one of our most popular color plants. You can find varieties for shade or sun, and you can find them in shades of red. Red, white, and pink. Right now, begonias are just 98 cents each in the four-inch pot. Geraniums just scream. It's spring in San Antonio. And you'll find them in a variety of colors in the six-inch pot. Now just four eighty-eight. This week you'll save on a Texas Superstar Blue Plum Bago in the one-gallon container, just four eighty-eight. You'll save on Texas Mountain Laurels, Red Buds, and Boston Fern Hanging Baskets, all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Verde Road. Get connected with AM630 The Word on social media through Facebook, Twitter, and TuneIn. Click on the icons at the top of the page at am630theword.com. That's am630theword.com. I'm Matt McCall. I stand for real wages and real growth. Hey, I'm Matt McCall for Congress. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. I'm, I'm forcing Alexander out of his own life, and it's wrong. What are you saying? Think about what happens if you and I stay together. We can make it work. I want to believe that. 
In the movie Every Day, a 16-year-old high schooler falls in love with an entity called A, a creature that inhabits a new person every day. This teen romance explores the fact that love can be a difficult challenge. However, the film barely conceals the fact that it's encouraging viewers to see gender as something that transcends the supposed biological limitations of male and female. Add in sensual situations and rough language, and I'm giving Every Day a Two out of five for family friendliness. For more, be sure to check out the full review at PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. UIWI Institute and the Diabetes and Glandular Disease Clinic present the 2018 Easter Egg Stravaganza, Saturday, March 24th at Trader's Village on Southwest Loop 410. Four hunts with different age groups with 20,000 eggs to be found. Also have great door prizes and you can have your picture taken with the Easter Bunny. It's the Easter Egg Stravaganza. Sponsored in part by Rainbow Play Systems, Gary Job Corps, and Thomas J. Henry. For complete details, go to 930amtheanswer.com. Let's face it. We love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m., The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From how to care for your pets to caring for your loved ones, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m., The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From community leaders to managing your money, weekends are all for you on 9.30 a.m. AM, the answer. Hi, it's Alan Warren, and if you're an RV enthusiast, join me for two hours of RV and fun with the RV Show, brought to you by PPL Motorhomes, every Saturday from 6 to 8 a.m., right here on AM 930, The Answer. from the Home Garden and Environmental Show, the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show right here in Floresville. Um, come on by. It's a busy day. It kind of, uh, it's interesting how it kind of ebbs and flows here. It's like uh, I think people were in the car listening to us, and they were afraid to come out. And then all of a sudden, you notice how busy it got as soon as we went uh-huh. to commercial break? Yeah. Well, two of those people came in and... Uh, Looked like they were really, uh, really impressed with Jerry and I. And they asked us our names. We told them their names. And the look she said was, oh, you're not who I expected. And she just <laughs> cruised her yeah. by. Yeah. It's nice when you fail to impress people. Yeah. There you go. Speaking of impressing. I guess we, we, we look like Robert Redford, and that's who they thought we were. But turned out we weren't. Uh, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. And we want to encourage you at 1 o'clock, we're going to try something new, a little experiment. It's our uh, on-air seminar where you can be the expert, too. So if you've done a, uh, a, a successful job of propagating roses, we want you to talk about it a little bit 
and we'll find out what you did, and you'll teach uh, the other listeners that we have kind of some different methods out there. So uh, it's at 1 o'clock and 210-308-8867. Speaking of impressive, this will be the segue. Um, so we kept talking about red buds, and I think I had said that I didn't see any. I didn't see anything blooming. And then they're right <laughs> over there, uh, blooming over there. They're, they're gorgeous. Yeah. Well, they're notorious for being hidden until they're blooming. You, don't, you right. just don't notice them. My neighborhood, there's four or five, which you notice right now. But if you uh, had asked me, I, I remember two, one in my yard. I know, you know I have it, and, but there's there's a bunch of them there. They're they're the great plant for uh, at the edge under shade trees. Under store trees, yeah. yeah. And they uh, they kind of move the focus of your landscape right now to the to them, but just for a short season. And there's a of course, the Texas mountain laurel is blooming now, right, right. and Lady Banks rose. Uh, it started started to bloom now, so all the everything is kind of jammed into the first of March. Some of those things that we normally see at first of January, cemetery iris and and uh, paper whites, have, they they just don't. When it's 17 degrees out there, they, they, yeah, they, they just don't want to seem yeah. to get excited about blooming. Yeah, so, but they are now, and the weather is hard to beat. So, Jerry, you and I have concluded, I guess, that we're in the spring now? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. But it sure feels like not it. Go, not going to freeze anymore. Okay. Yeah. We had a little bit. We had another one of those, what, a hundredths of an inch or two hundredths of an inch rains yesterday. It's supposed uh, to be 80 today or something. Gracious. Yeah. What, are we supposed to get any rain today? No. no. Later okay. in the evening, maybe. Oh, maybe? Okay. Because, yeah, yesterday when we left here, it was a little bit of a misty uh, rain. Not too bad, but you said we got a tenth of an inch. That's exciting. Well, no, I, don't, I, don't, I hadn't no. seen what it was, but I uh, just took it for granted. We've seen so many of those days that missed it all day and turned out to be a hundredth of an inch. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then oh. we finally got an inch and a half there, which we needed. We needed some to penetrate. Den- Dennis out of Austin is still reporting on uh, Amarillo. Amarillo, yeah. The Amarillo is really still had not It was on the it was on the weather uh, last night, I think it was, where that whole area up there is in red, severe drought, and mm. they, they only got a hundredth of an inch. Yeah, it uh, gets everybody false hope with those when you miss miss all day like that. Yeah. And then the very next day, your containers will need watering because their their reservoir just uh, didn't collect any water. <laughs> so. uh, the other things that are blooming around town too, the mountain laurels look pretty. It's hard to miss them as well. And um, I've seen some whites and I've seen some uh, purples. And uh, maybe next week. It's probably safe enough next week to start asking for people. You know how we have the purple martin sightings. Maybe we can uh, ask people for the blue bonnet sightings and where they're seeing them. Uh, if you look in my uh, driveway, you'll well next to the driveway, you'll see one. I have one blue bonnet that came up. That's exciting. Uh, uh, I mean, it, it, it hasn't bloomed yet. Has it? Oh, absolutely. Has it really? Yeah, it's a it's a dark it's a dark blue. It's one of the six inch. Uh, transplants, you know, the little ones that we had. It's a rich blue. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Yes. Sir. Okay, I'm going to give you the microphone. You'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to hear you. That's a plum. What you got plum? going on? Plumber. Plum. Uh, 
Our well, pair. on the way here on Highway 97, uh-huh. I saw a number of these flowering trees, and I stopped and I picked up a sample, and it's got a white cluster. Each one of the flowers in the cluster has five petals, and it has a really yucky smell. Well, I'm glad you thought, because I smelled it, and it smelled yucky to me, too. Let me look at this. Hang, hang on to the mic for a sec. In case you have other questions. So you want? Do you want this or? No, I'd like to know what it is. Oh, okay. How yeah. bad is I don't smell? think the form doesn't doesn't does not oh, look like a Mexican plum. It's a horrible smell. <laughs> it's got the form looks a little bit like a a pear to me, but uh, the bloom looks like. And it's the only it's the only one out there in the field, huh? I saw several driving down from Seguin. Okay, I'm. I would guess it's a pear, but you think it's a plum, huh? Yeah. Is it wild? Is it, you're basing that on the bloom yeah. size? The bl- What type of pear? Wild? Because it's not a Mexican plum. I have one. I yeah. have one of those trees. And, and they're, 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 their fragrance is kind of pleasant. So. And yes, they have a very nice fragrance. But this one. This one does not. I can't. What, what does she say? Here. It could be a pear that's come up from the graft. Oh, that, that, that may be. That's, yeah, root, okay. root stock. Okay. And, that, and that, the reason I'm guessing that because of that shape, it looks a pear. But Jerry, Jerry thinks he recognizes the bloom from the plum. Well, we can also ask our listeners to call in, too. Here, I'll give you the mic in case you still need it. So they but, can. Yeah, so they can. That, so, that key may be uh, that, that fragrance. unpleasant fragrance. Oh, because uh, most of the things that are blooming now have a pleasant fragrance. Yeah, what would you describe? Because the, the white blooms, that thing looks similar, almost maybe like a plumbago type. Smells like cat poop to me. Oh, it smells yeah. miserable. <laughs> but, yeah, so how tall was it again? Look, it's tall. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's very 15 tall. 15 feet. Yeah. So uh, white, white cluster blooms, and it has a very unpleasant smell. So you can call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867 to uh, tell us uh, what you think it might be, too. That will help her out as well. But, yeah, it's a, definitely a fragrance you would not want to. Uh... Yeah, it's distinctive. Oh, man. Yeah. Distinctive. Ah, distinctive. A nice pun. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. He's got a million of them. 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Ask, oh, ask we, these master gardeners over there. Yeah, they've probably seen it before. Oh, did they? Oh, dear. Whoops. And we had another question, too. Someone wrote in and left and said that, that um, it said we had a question about how to grow a rose tree. Is that in the pruning or is there? Yeah, that's in the pruning. Okay. Yeah. Some varieties are a little easier. But but it's made, almost anyone you could prune. Some of them would only be six foot tall, and some of them might be shorter. The non-climbers, yeah, I mean, as long as they're not climbers. Yeah. Okay. And I would think it'd be tough to do like a Martha Gonzalez or. Yeah, that's what I mean. Some, yeah. Some of those types. That kind of squat thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like a Mrs. Dudley Cross, you could probably do it. Absolutely. Do it very well. 
Did you have a question? Did you want to? She's, she's, she's still thinking on that. I'm not going to be here for the hour where they do the about growing roses. We're just going to do like 10 minutes. Okay, but there's a lady that came up earlier and asked about propagating rose cuttings mm-hmm. in a potato. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. In a potato? In a potato. That's she another. said that that was... She'd heard that that was good, and I was going to ask y'all. Maybe y'all should discuss that. Or I don't know. I don't know. Heard of it? Well, yeah, but I always think of why would you do it in a potato? Pardon th- me? Why would you do it in a potato? I have no earthly idea, but that's what she had heard. Well, we'll I will bring that up at one o'clock. I'll see you because I know. We, <laughs> Thank you. Well, no, no, we've talked about that before, and we've had listeners that have done that. So, uh, so all right, if you're a potato rose propagator. At 1 o'clock, we want you to call in and talk about why you do it and how it works. Or if you've done it and it doesn't work, you can call us and uh, tell us why. You mentioned something else. Can I bring up the Purple Martins? Yeah, please do. Purple Martins are in San Antonio. I have six so far at my houses. And uh, I've heard some other, gar- other gardeners said that they've uh, moved in there. So so give us your, your report on Purple Martins, too. if they're, And if you... Uh, I recommend that if you haven't put your houses up, that you probably go ahead and put your houses up, yeah, because they're if they're not there at your house. They'll be there shortly. So, Purple Martin reports and uh, get ready for them. They're here. All right, again, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, the number to call. What you got going on over there? So, if you suppose you you yeah, you've got a. Uh, uh, Mount Laurel that's not blooming. No. They're blooming all over the place. I suppose yours are not blooming. What causes it to not bloom? Shade. There you go. That'll work. Yeah, because we had one in the shade that never bloomed. As Neil Ferry writes, that, uh, there are many things that have kept them from flowering, including cold winter weather. No. Well, yeah. No. The cold winter weather... There's so many blooming that uh, went through that winter weather uh, that that would have taken them out too, rather than this particular one that's not blooming. Excessive shade, Milton got that. Too, uh, too much rain, no, not too much rain. Too much nitrogen in the fall when they should have been starting to set flower buds. We fall. Uh, flower and I, I don't. You and I have. We, I don't believe that. We've had, we've had people uh, describe a. Uh, they've initiated a heavy fertilization program so that they would grow faster, and it seems like it has postponed bloom, and then the minute they stop it, the they bloom. bloom. Yeah, they bloom. Yeah. yeah. So they may they may kick into other plants will do that if you if they're in a foliage growth mode they'll yeah depending on how old the plant is too fall or winter pruning of any or any of the many other possible well he said many other possible reasons but I uh, that fall and winter fall or winter pruning is is a is a situation because you cut a, a lot of people. See those cut those ugly gray strings. They look like strings on there, and those are uh, the spring blood. They're the spring uh, buds that'll bloom. So if you take those off in the fall, 
with pruning or on purpose, uh, it won't bloom in the, in the spring. So I, this is this looks like a good mile or a year because I, I see them blooming all over the place, every Seems one like of it. them. And uh, so uh, I'm thinking that uh, thinking that if you've got one that's not blooming, and it may be it may still be juvenile. In other words, if if you just planted it, and like Calvin said, it's been heavily fertilized, uh, it may, it may just be too young to bloom. We'll give it another another year or so. Don't give up on it. Uh, 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 Calvin got a lot of in his column in yesterday's paper. He got a lot of information about uh, things that are blooming, like the paper whites and uh, and uh, red buds that we talked about earlier. And uh, so, if you see red buds and you you think you want to have one in your in your landscape, you or you want to have a red bud next year, uh, and you don't have. A, don't have an understory tree to plant some under, like like uh, Milberger is having. Let me see. Where's my sheet? What you trying to? But uh, they've got several different types of red buds for sale. Yeah, the we we talk about the uh, eastern red bud, which has got the big leaf, and uh, a lot of us from the north are kind of used to those, but they don't always prosper in this soil and in this heat that we have in drought and so you'll have leaf drops and everything but Jerry's going to talk about the the ones that uh, really fit in here and uh, prosper yeah the, the one called Texas or Oklahoma versions of, of red bud are the are big pretty blooms and then the, the, the uh, one called Mexican red bud uh, it's it's the native red bud that you see out in the hill country. Uh, they do pretty good, but they have different. Uh, they I think they're grown. I think I'm sure they're grown from seed. So a lot of times uh, you can't depend on the flower size and and abundance as you can on the Texas and Oklahoma version. But uh, Millburgers had them had red buds on sale, and they're. Uh, they're doing the uh, Texas red bud, the white bud. There's a white white bud. Oh. A white red bud? <laughs> it's uh, like a it's a red bloom on it. Yeah, you know? I was just see see you can't you can't say white red bud. Who what are what are red bud? Because red bud is not written as one word, like blue bonnet. Is written as one word. It is. It is a word into itself. What do you mean we can't say it? Milton and I say it. What? White red bud. Uh, easy. It's easy to say. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's cracked or not. I wonder if that's. Does that matter? Maybe that stinky plant was a white red bud. <laughs> the what? Maybe the stinky plant was a white red bud. No, no. No, it doesn't look like a red bud bloom. No. You know what? Okay. Let me, let, and, oh. and they got forest pansy and then Mexican redbud that I'm Now, forest pansy is really attractive foliage, but, boy, that's tough. You better have yeah. some good soil and be ready to water. And We'll have to ask Trish about it because he, he knows I'm getting ready to say that when he says 
Forest Pansy, but uh, uh, but uh, the he always says it's got to be on in dense shade. It's got to be yeah. on an understory tree. Hey, I want to can't take full sun. Get to Robert real quick. He's been real patient waiting. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi there, Robert. Thanks for waiting. What's going on today? Oh, a couple things. Uh, how about an ornamental pear for that lady's buds? Oh, maybe I know so. My, I have ornamental some, pear? some volunteer. Yeah, I have a couple in my front yard that have been here. Well, I don't know how long they've been here. They were here when I bought the lot. But my sense of smell is not that great, so I can't I can't qualify it by that. But the way she described it, they look exactly like that, and they're in full bloom right now. That's yeah. interesting. That's, That's a possibility. Does it, does it smell? No, he doesn't. His sense I can't. Smells not too good. Oh. Yeah, I, I can stand next to my cat litter box and not smell it. So, uh, uh-huh. Jerry Harrison. Yeah. yeah. Robert, I understand. I don't smell as good as I used to. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> well, maybe you should yeah, smell we've been noticing that, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got a tycoon question. Uh-huh. Why are, why are the tycoons going away? It's Milton's fault. Whoa, don't you He said something ugly about the tycoon. I did not. And the seed company heard about it, and they they said, well, if Milton doesn't like it. Yeah, that's the kind of influence I have. We're not going to produce the seed. Don't make me mad, tycoon lovers. (laughs) I have something interesting. I have something interesting. I'm I'm growing five varieties of tomatoes, transplants. I bought all the same day, all six packs. All the other varieties right now are 12 to 14 inches tall. The tycoons, two of them have died, and four of them are only about four inches tall. These Hmm. plants, they're not growing. Identical conditions. They're all under a grow light. They all get the same water, the same fertilizer, and the tycoons just aren't doing well this year. I'm glad they quit making that seed, aren't you? Me too, dang it. I'm 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 just sorry you had to suffer through tycoon again this year. Well, they make really darn good fruit though when they're productive. Yeah. Yeah, mine. That's that weird. I wonder why. Plant. Yeah, because I because yeah. my I haven't had that experience. I've got. Okay. I got some of okay, those last checking. transplants, and uh, they're in my greenhouse, along with uh, rodeo tomato and a couple other varieties, and the tycoon are. Are growing just as fast as everything. So well, you, you're just lucky because a lot of people are having a lot of trouble with tycoon. Okay. Yeah. It must be a special touch. Okay, y'all have a great day. I hit it back okay. to you. Thanks for waiting. Thanks for Take calling care. in and giving that negative report on tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> Made my Jerry, day. Jerry's trying to cushion. Well, the there is a there is a detailed article about the seed hybrid seed production and why they quit growing on on plant answers. Right. Right. You know, it's basically our mar- our little home home market, our residential market, is such a small portion of what they sell. So they're they're producing those seeds to sell to a commercial market, and they determine that they can uh, need to produce another seed to compete. And there we are, even though we love we might love the tycoon, and it just. Uh, but they said the commercial growers liked them too. Some commercial growers, I mean, uh, okay. not the significant commercial. Oh, okay. Oh, you know, you now you're going to have saying that that <laughs> well, those I mean, commercial growers that like them are not significant. Huh? <laughs> Ouch. In terms of volume, yeah, maybe. And it, it, they had a lot of trouble with them dying in the field. You yes. know, <laughs> they, they, were, they did not. They loved them. <laughs> 
Well, you heard that the last guy called. Yeah. yeah. Their, their transplants were were weak, sickly. Clearly, based on his example, it's. Uh, well, he just. They should stop. He us. just kind of joined your club to kind. Of, you know, the decisions already made, so we may as well make some good reasons why it's occurring. You know. the, the sad thing, I'm trying to get Dr. Larry Stein uh, to to join this club about, you know, not saying any good things about Tycoon. Uh-huh. And so the other day we were had, had a work day over at the greenhouse, and he sneaked over. He sneaked over and got some tycoon tomato plants from from a commercial grower, and uh, I said, "Larry, we're not encouraging that. You should discourage people from from growing the tycoon this year because uh, they they they're going to be disappointed again next year." And uh, he said, "Well, this guy loves tycoon." I said, "Everybody loves tycoon." <laughs> But uh, we're just going to have to accept the fact that uh, we're not going to have plants very much longer. All right. 210-308-8867 is our phone number. 210-308-8867. Don't forget, coming up at Mill Burgers, uh, next week David Rodriguez will be there, and he will be doing one of his EarthKind seminars on your family's vegetable garden, telling you uh, uh, ideas on what to grow for uh, the spring, and what you'll enjoy, what you'll have the most success with, what, what varieties. And then you ask him, too, about things that you want to grow. Based on their experience in the children's garden, uh, David's got a lot of good experience with vegetables uh, and what grows and what doesn't. So that's next uh, Saturday, 1030 to noon at Mill Burgers. It's absolutely free. And also from 10 o'clock until um, uh, 1.30, we've got the uh, – it's going to be the uh, – South Texas Blood and Tissue Center on hand for the blood drive that'll be there. Um, oh, good, cool. And uh, so we encourage you to uh, come <laughs> on out good? and uh, be a part of the blood drive there. So we'll take a quick break. That's uh, uh, coming up next Saturday. For all that information, go to millburgernursery.com. Millburgernursery.com. More in a moment, uh, right after this break on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. And if you're ready for spring, Millburgers is ready to help you out with lots of ideas like petunias on sale in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. They're absolutely gorgeous. Plant them in mass, and you'll be able to when you save in the 4-inch pot, again, at just 88 cents each. Begonias are absolutely gorgeous and one of our most popular color plants. You can find varieties for shade or sun, and you can find them in shades of red, white, and pink. Right now, begonias are just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Geraniums just scream. It's spring in San Antonio. And you'll find them in a variety of colors in the 6-inch pot, now just 4.88. This week, you'll save on a Texas Superstar Blue Plum Bago in the 1-gallon container, just 4.88. You'll save on Texas Mountain Laurels, Red Buds, and Boston Fern Hanging Baskets, all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. 
Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group. This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of Pax Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at Pax Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at PaxFinancialGroup.com. Pax Financial Group, investing in your life. Hey, my name's Brant. You ever make a change and then wonder, why didn't I do this a long time ago? That's what's happening for thousands of people with regard to their health care. They're joining MediShare and then they're wondering, why didn't I already do this? For most members, it costs less than half what they were paying for their old health plan. There's a huge provider network, too. You can customize your plan. And this is awesome. MediShare members can go online with a doctor 24-7. So if you need a prescription for the flu or something, it's so convenient for you and your family. So, yeah, this is one of those why did I wait on this things. And if you don't love your current health plan, you're not stuck with it. You can join MediShare anytime. By the way, to give you an idea, the typical savings for a family, about 500 bucks a month. It just makes so much sense. Check it out. They're super easy to talk to. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're talking gardening with you live from the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show here in Floresville. So come on by. There's still plenty of time to enjoy lots of stuff. We're seeing people walk out with baskets of plants and uh, arts and crafts and all kinds of fun stuff. Our number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And don't forget... What we're going to do at 1 o'clock, we're going to try a on-air seminar, but you get to be the expert. So the question is going to be, um, how do you successfully propagate roses? So we want you to kind of call in and be a part of that discussion, and you just tell us what methods you've used that have worked. So we'll start that right after the news when we come back at 1 o'clock, and we'll see how that goes. I forgot. What are we going to do at 1 o'clock? We're going to talk about how to (laughs) propagate roses, but our listeners, along with you guys, are going to be the experts. I might even chime in on what I did. You know he will. He's got a Uh full spiel plan. I did it one time, and it sort of worked. So, yeah, I'm an expert. All right, 210-308-8867. Speaking of experts, Spider-Man Pest Control is the expert when it comes to getting rid of uh, bugs and rodents and all kinds of nasty critters from your home or yard. Uh, if you're looking for the uh, a pest control guy that, that will sit down with you and kind of discuss the whole thing, whether you say, okay, I've got... Uh, 
pets and I'm really worried about it or I've got small children and I want to use want to get rid of these mosquitoes but I want to use something organic well he'll sit down and talk with you oh I was uh, thinking you were going to say he wanted to get rid of the small children yes <laughs> uh, Warren stopped doing that about three years ago oh okay that, uh, that was not yeah that caused some problems didn't work huh no no they came, the kids kept coming back there you go so, Warren I'm not part of this conversation <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway so he'll sit down with you and talk with you about kind of what the options are and uh, what I like about Warren too is is that he does that is so say okay he'll be honest with you this is what we do and it's worked real successfully or this is what we do and we haven't had as much success but on the synthetic side we have had a lot of success with this product so you're you're making an informed decision uh, not just somebody who's coming in spraying. Plus, he's going to take a look and see maybe why you're having the problem you're having and uh, seeing if he can't help you with that as well. So it's Spider-Man Pest Control, and you can find Warren at 210-656-3721. Or better yet, get that number off the website. Go Spider-Man Pest. Dot com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. Trace is busy. It's busy over at the at Millburgers today, so he's going to he's going yeah absolutely. So he's going to call us back when he gets a chance. But right now he's running around helping customers. So that's I, good. I bet they're using all the new registers today. Probably so. Yeah. It's pretty big. If you haven't been there in a while, uh, they've got two new registers outside. I think they can do as many as four. Uh, is that right? Does that sound right, Calvin? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, four new ones. So, um, you know, it's all based on making you have the, the best experience possible in terms of, you know, getting good expertise, finding the right plant, and then getting it home so you can enjoy it as quickly as possible. All right, 210-308-8867. And I'm sorry I interrupted you on that Red Bud conversation. Were you finished on that? I was finished on that. Okay, good. And we were just talking about the... The reason you say you don't say white red oh, that's, bud, but the, you had all the but red bud is not one word, like blue bonnet is. And uh, blue bonnet's one word, so you say white blue bonnet. I don't know. Is that Tennessee English? Yeah. <laughs> all right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So, which varieties do you find that people do the best with on the red buds? Uh, the uh, the. Uh, well adapted the Texas, Texas Oklahoma, Oklahoma okay. Mexican. Got the the shiny leaves, smaller leaves. They're they're pretty invincible, uh, and they can deal with their drought without uh, batting an eyelash. Guess what I got in the mail yesterday, the other day. Was it your Millburgers PlantAnswers.com newsletter? March newsletter. Very cool. And it's, it's got the uh, got the. Calvin's paper whites on the on the back there, and uh, it's full of full of uh, good information. Uh, got got uh, it's got a really nice write up on uh, Texas uh, Columbine, Texas Gold Columbine, which we have for sale, unbeknownst to me, at the. At the Mad Millburgers, they still had some plants the other day. You said you got some? And- yeah, I did. I planted, uh, I think I planted seven, seven of them, and uh, we, I planted them under uh, deciduous trees, under pecans. Okay. And uh, and uh, they, we used to talk about them as a xeriscape plant, but uh, 
after those severe droughts we had, like 2011, <laughs> uh, you re- they really do require some irrigation when a situation like that uh, um, is yeah, our, I, I love the lady that came by and Kevin was yeah. complaining to her that her, her that his plants were dying and asked it was her plants died and she said, Kevin, I water my columbine. Was Gene Peterson, yeah, <laughs> master gardener. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, uh, Calvin used to be the seed source for the Columbine in the area, and uh, since he lost his, uh, I, I was really surprised and delighted to see these plants at Millburgers, uh, Texas Gold Columbine, and they look right. In other words, I, I don't know who saved. Who saved the seed, or their origin, or, or whatever? But they look look like they're they're the right plant. Now, yeah. nice so, plant. Yeah. Well, what we were worried about is uh, you, you you want the pure yellow, the right. basically the Hinkleys, I guess. Right. And you know, in the Canadensis is nice, but it's got and it's got a little red in it, but. Uh, the blooms aren't as big, and, uh, and it's not pure yellow. And it holds the blooms down. Down. The, okay. They droop the blooms. So, yeah, that was we we were always seeking the the pure yellow blooms. The hickory, yeah, and they've got a really nice article and some great pictures of uh, of the uh, Texas Gold Combine. And like I said, um, members probably got the only only plants in town because like i said we didn't furnish them seed this year so i i, I don't know where these came it gets from. rubbing that in doesn't he melton mm-hmm. but like i said that's they, okay <laughs> like i said they uh they they uh they had some plants so now they've sold about over half the plants so if you want some plants you better and these, get down there and get if they're not familiar with these columbines, of course that column is a good source of information, but they they are a perennial. We call them a weak perennial. Yeah, there you go. because they they mostly reseed, but the plant in an ideal situation will last uh, two or three years, and uh, produces those blooms on those uh, tall stalks. Really yeah. attractive. One of, one of my favorite people said. Yellow blooms that resemble shooting stars rise above the light green foliage to decorate the area under deciduous trees. Goodness. Or live oaks with high crowns. Who said that? I don't know. The Some foliage, guy named the Dr. Foliage, Parsons. The foliage is very attractive <laughs> itself and makes an attractive ground cover in the shade. Texas Gold Columbine is a perennial that receives new plants each year. And that's done by Parsons, the Bear County Horticulture. Oh, man. He's good. How about that? Uh, <laughs> All right. We're going to get ready to take a break. Our number again, 210-308-8866. Does that mean last chance forever? Should be starting 1 o'clock? Oh, yeah, it does. 1 o'clock yeah. last chance. So hurry. If you're on your way, keep coming. Drive faster. No, don't. Be safe. So where can uh, they get the copy of this? They can go uh, to MillburgerNursery.com or PlantAnswers.com or just pick one up at the nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. All right, our phone number, 210-308-8867. And at 1 o'clock, we're going to try an experiment that you're going to be a part of. I'm getting excited. I know. It's going to be our rose uh, 
uh, Rose Expert uh, Seminar on air, and you're going to be the uh, guests. So we want you to call in, and we'll put you on hold. Uh, Felix will take care of you at 308-8867, and you tell us. Uh, you'll just talk about what, how you propagate roses. That's our topic. So rose propagation is the topic at 1 o'clock, and we want you to be a part of it. We're just going to talk about it for about 10, 15 minutes. So uh, we'll take a break. Be back in a moment on The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867. And we're going to try this experiment now. It's our on-air rose seminar uh, by the way, the Rosarians, the San Antonio Rose Society, will be over at Millburgers on the uh, 24th of March. Uh, so we need you to call in because we want to know uh, what you do to propagate roses. Uh, there's uh, f- about four different articles Jerry said on PlantAnswers.com, but we're going to see if we can't talk it through today. But call us at 308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And uh, I'm going to uh, talk with Calvin because the question came up that that's what she was asking about this all this all big idea came up when a woman asked you about propagating roses and did you use root hormone and you how did you talk about propagating roses well she she also talked about the uh, plastic containers and oh, all yeah, the yeah, yeah. Bot- bottles which I, I i told her my inclination was just to use a, a w- 1 gallon black plastic uh, container with uh, planting uh, mix in a container mix in it, and just uh, you know, and I didn't, I didn't think with most roses you even had to had to use a root hormone, and you just uh, the key was the timing more than anything. But uh, you get a lot of times you can get them, you can get them to germ- to uh, root. Uh, all, lots of different times in the year, but I think when these new shoots, when they, the leaves get full size, that's that's one of the best times to do it. Uh, just six inches, eight inches of stem, and plunk five of them in a, a, a high quality uh, potting mix in a one gallon container, and then you'll have a high. Generally, to keep it moist. You have a high percentage of them. I think that that uh, root most of the time. Did you say when to stick them? When to take the cuttings? Well, I was I was thinking that it would be uh, a little later, right? You know, soon though. What are you thinking? I, uh, the Rose Emporium takes all their rose cuttings in the fall. Really? Oh, really? Wow. So the leaves are mature, or are they are they, yeah. are they fresh? The leaves are mature. Huh. So that that works. That's huh. that's what the Rose Emporium does. Yeah. All right. And so of course, if you didn't want to wait till fall, you could try this. Oh yeah, you could do the. Uh, the new growth after it hardens a little yeah. bit. Yeah, full-size leaves and and then I don't know. I maybe maybe folks get a little impatient. They take just those with the shoots on there, but even some of those will root sometimes. But yeah. Hey, uh, so if you want to be a part of this conversation and tell us what you do, uh, call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867, and see what. Um, she was talking about, and 
but you don't use a root hormone or rooting hormone at all. You just stick them in. Where do you where do you cut them? We do it. Yeah, Calvin. Six inches or six inches long or uh, eight inches long. From the end of the stem to. Yeah, down to, down to the, uh, and then just take a few of the leaves off so that you have a bare stem and put them in. I don't do a lot of rows. Uh, I'm kind of like that gardener. I was talking to somebody was trying to talk her into a new plant. She said that she just love it, except she had no space left. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So she wanted the uh, Belinda's dream and had no space. Oh, that's right. That was it. Uh, but that that's in the past. That's that's all I've done. And well, even even one time I even put them in a row mm-hmm. in the you know in a raised bed garden. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, really? Yeah, and that and that uh, and well, I think it was late spring and the. Um, that worked well. Maybe it was fall. Uh, but uh, Jerry's saying that, uh, according to the Antique Rose Emporium, that fall might be the best time. But roses, we uh, generally think of roses as being very easy. But didn't we, we ran into a couple of the old-fashioned, or did you run into a couple of the old-fashioned that were more difficult to root? Yeah, uh, but most of the old-fashioned... Or old-fashioned, or heirlooms, antique, uh, because they do root readily. Okay. You know, the they they would give each other cuttings, uh-huh. and so uh, they inherently have that ability to root easily. So uh, uh, the uh, so somebody was asking about Lady Banks. And I've had uh, several calls from commercial producers that are just having a hell of a time rooting Lady Banks. That's maybe where I heard that. Now, uh, but uh, they said the the key, or at least I've talked to several people, said the key to rooting uh, Lady Banks is to use a long, a long cutting. Longer oh, cutting. That's interesting. A larger yeah. cutting. And uh, that it'll root like that, but uh, I have not had any personal experience with Lady Banks. I'm just telling you that the commercial people have had the difficulty in rooting that that particular variety. The um, now what she had said and what I had so what I had done, and you can tell me. See, I think mine was too, way too complicated. That's why I wanted folks to call in and say what they do. Like, if you use the potato method, you can call us at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867 to what you do to root uh, rose cuttings uh, and propagate roses. The uh, So I got a, a Ziploc bag. This is what it said online to do. Get a Ziploc bag. You fill it with uh, kind of a potting mix, and you wet it. Don't make it wet. Just make it moist. You stick the cutting in there, um, and you're supposed to cut it at a very specific place. See, that's why yours seems so much easier. But you stick it in there, and then you... Um, what was that place to take the cutting? Beneath the nose? Yeah. Right beneath the nose? Yeah. Does that yeah. sound right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And then you, uh, but it doesn't sound like, did you do yours beneath the nose, Calvin, or you just cut it? I just, uh, I never thought about, uh, what, when you're talking about the nose, what's the nose? Is that just the joint? Uh, yeah, the joint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, well, yeah, I would take it on bare stem, so it would be... It would not be right before or after the uh, the node. 
So I never thought, I never, well, generally I'm using stems too that are, are new season, and so there aren't any side branches. Oh, okay. Like huh. But if you did the fall, yeah. The fall you would be faced with that more yeah. often. And then, um, so you do that, you get it, and then you puff up the Ziploc bag, so you fill it with air, and then you put it kind of in a shady but not sunny place. And I don't even think, I'm not 100% positive, but I don't think you even opened it up yet at, at that point. You just kind of let the air flow, or you may have put a little bit of, maybe you gave a little bit of place so the air could get in and out, but without, then it wouldn't hold its shape. Uh, and I got mine to root, um, so that worked, and then I didn't do very well after the fact. Uh, I think I tried to put it in the ground too soon, and it just went, uh, it enough. Was that back when, before you were in... Learn to water? Yes, it was probably a watering yeah. issue. That's what the nice woman here guessed, it too, was it was a watering issue. Um, now, what she does, and I've seen this online, too, and I think this may be what Paul Cox had suggested to do, was to take the cutting and do it in perlite and take half of a um, two-liter bottle, a clear two-liter bottle, cut the bottom off, and use that as a top so you're creating a terrarium. And then that was going to keep the moisture in uh, so it had a better chance to root. Um, but you, Using straight perlite is a good idea, too, because a lot of times it'll, it'll, uh, it'll keep them from uh, rotting before they root. Using what? Perlite. Oh, oh okay. okay. That, Rather than it, the soil? It has, it has some uh, fungicidal uh, value to it or Characteristics pathogenic of yeah. value. So, All right. So, uh, but I, I, I think I think you'll well, you'll increase your rooting and and it'll root faster if you use the hormone like hormone. Oh, okay. Rootal. So you'll have more success if Calvin took his five and dipped him in root hormone. How many do you normally get, Calvin? Do all five come up or one or two of the five? Well, I'm, I'm I was thinking the last time I remember that. Like four out of five. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah. getting one more would. Yeah. Okay. Obvious. That, that's why roses are not the best example because the they're, they're not very demanding in terms of rooting. Right. They're, they're relatively easy. I mean, that's why it always well, the first time I saw that in a row, it always ama- amazed me that they could just put those in that row in the raised bed garden and, and their, their percentage. I didn't. The percentage was pretty high there, too. All right, Rob is on the line at 210-308-8867. Rob, you, got a, you want to contribute to our rose? Uh, uh, and, yeah, uh, and if it had been raining, I would have been down there, but there's too many chores the cousins have for me out here. Uh-oh. But anyway, my great Is this great Dorf, Rob? Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. How okay, do you, how do you propagate aunt, roses? My great aunt, who was a minger, that you know, from the Minger Hotel days. Wow. Brought me the story about how when they were coming across prairies that they would cut cuttings and stick them in potato pieces about an inch thick and cover them with a mason jar. And once a week dampen them down. And I went, yeah, right. So she walked <laughs> out and she took a cutting off of one of the roses in the backyard over there off of New Braunfels. And she actually showed me and rooted one for me. This was years... A year or two ago. But 
that that's how they brought cuttings across the prairies and rooted a lot of things was in potatoes. Hmm. And then, then, of course, if you got hungry, you could have fried potatoes. It'd be. Does, yeah. it, does, it, does it actually root in within the potato? Kind of like what our performers do is what it did. And oh, then they okay. would plant everything down on the ground. Okay. Uh, yeah. The yeah. advantage I've heard about with the tomatoes is it keeps the moisture. The, the to- potato. The, the, the potato. I'm sorry. What did I say? Tomato? Yeah. yeah. The potato is it keeps the moisture uh, and it decomposes. And so by the time it decomposes, the roses have started to root a little bit. Or is that... Yep. Okay. Yeah. Now, these weren't, these weren't fried potatoes. That's good to know. Gone. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You've and made that ways. mistake before, have you, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> so, or baked. They're because, not baked either. Yeah. So, and I don't know what variety they used back then, you know. But <laughs> well, I just thought I'd pass that along just because I'm taking a break for a minute. So. Cool. Well, thank you. Thanks, Rob. All right. Just a little piece of old history and a great aunt that proved me wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, that's no. that's what I heard, too. So I remember, yeah. and we're going to, uh, I think it was when we had Paul Cox on again, too. He said, you know, the old timers, what they did was they would just find a place and stick it in the ground and put a mason jar over it. And in spring, yeah. they take the mason jar off, and it was there. Yep. Yeah, so, so they're pretty forgiving. But we'll talk they were just kind of careful. They had to make sure that it wasn't the mason jar that had the moonshine in it, you know. Oh, that Wait would be bad. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Bye. Oh, oh, get back to work. Rob. Yeah, get back to work. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. All right, Annette is on the line at 210-308-8867. Annette, do you want to contribute to this? Well, yes, I do, and I actually live really close to New Braunfels Avenue where he was just talking about, but oh, I wow. accidentally... I accidentally rooted a rose, and I've always had a question about it. Um, probably three years ago, when I uh, around Valentine's, when I was cutting back a rose bush that I had, I'm assuming that I didn't pick all of the the uh, cut um, branches up, and I had a rose a rose bush sprout up about two feet away from the the mama rose bush, but it's about two foot tall and about two foot wide and it has never had a single bud on it and I'm at the point of wanting to cut it down or I don't know if I should just leave it but um, or, or I don't know if it came up from the rootstock but it's about two foot away from the mama bush yeah that sounded like a rootstock rose it was it was I, I didn't pick up the uh, rose variety that you have is it a grafted rose I, I don't rose? know I don't know what what kind it is. I've had it for a long, long time. Um, it has a a really pretty pink, very, very uh, fragrant rose on it. But this little baby bush has never had a single bud. Like I said, it's probably three years old now. But uh, the the mother the mother plant is you don't know if it's grafted or not. You can't see a bud union down there. I I don't I don't and it it is covered in roses it's full of blooms right now full of buds so it's still you know and it's almost about if I let it go it'll be about eight foot tall. Okay, are they are the roses look like little miniature roses? No, they're huge, huge, and they're about as big as my whole hand, and they're extremely fragrant. Hmm. Okay, I don't know what that. Yeah, that's got to be a. And it's not. It's not a climber. It's a. It's a bush rose. Nope. Right? It's a bush. It's not a climber. 
Okay. And it's, it'll go about six foot, six to eight foot tall and about about six foot wide if I let it. But, okay. But, uh, yeah, it's been so long I don't I have no idea what it is. But I, I always assumed that one of the cuttings is what came up under it. That's what I've always wondered. But do you think I should, should go ahead and cut that second one down since it's never done anything? Yeah, well, that uh, I'm kind of with Jerry. I think it's probably off of the rootstock because they, okay. they're... They have a tendency to be blooming machines. Once you know, after three years, you would, you would yeah, yeah. expect to see the same, same bloom pattern at your main plant. Or you could, okay. you know, if you wanted to experiment with it, you could just take your sharp shovel and uh, chop it off from the main plant and just transplant it a little further away and okay. see if it blooms. All right. Okay. So well, I always you, thought maybe you I accidentally. Rose, you said the rose is pink. With yeah, really it's kind of a pinky, fragrance. creamy color, and it's huge. Hmm. It's like I said, it's as big as my hand when it's you know the bigger the bigger blooms. Wow! Does it look like a peony bloom or is it a flat? It's like a peony. It looks like a peony. Oh wow! Yeah, that that's a, something exceptional. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's good, gorgeous. Good luck. Let uh, us know. Yeah, I think I'm gonna like you said. I'm gonna transplant. Is it okay to transplant it now? Do you think? Oh, yeah, I think so. Soon as possible. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. You take care. All right, so I have one more question before we go to break. So also the thing that I was reading and did talked about if you were doing it in this terrarium type thing uh, to harden it off uh, before planting it in the ground. Right. And is that kind of... Do you have to do that, or if you do it like Calvin's method, it's going to be hardened off anyway? You know, it makes sense because, you know, that experience you had might have been different if you had hardened, hardened yeah. it off a bit. Uh, I think I just got impatient. Do you yeah. understand what hardening off means? Nothing. Well, sort of. No. I think the idea was to let air in and let it so that it wasn't such a tender little guy. Yeah, in other words... Uh, it, it you you gradually expose it to sun. Oh, okay. No, I didn't do that. And uh, like uh, you put it in the put it in dense shade and let it grow for a week or two, or a month or two, and then you move it into a little brighter situation and uh, let it grow for a little while, and then move it into full sun condition. Okay. All right. With that, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, and we'll close down our um, our seminar, our on-air seminar now. Thanks for coming and being a part of it. 210-308-8867. Take any questions you have on gardening at 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. And if you're ready for spring, Millburgers is ready to help you out with lots of ideas like petunias on sale in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. They're absolutely gorgeous. Plant them in mass, and you'll be able to when you save in the 4-inch pot. Again, at just 88 cents each. Begonias are absolutely gorgeous and one of our most popular color plants. You can find varieties for shade or sun, and you can find them in shade 
shades of red, white, and pink. Right now, begonias are just 98 cents each in the four-inch pot. Geraniums just scream. It's spring in San Antonio. And you'll find them in a variety of colors in the six-inch pot, now just four eighty-eight. This week, you'll save on a Texas Superstar Blue Plum Bago in the one-gallon container, just $4.88. You'll save on Texas Mountain Laurels, Red Buds, and Boston Fern Hanging Baskets, all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Verde Road. Are you a small business owner in need of cash to fund payroll, to buy new equipment, or to expand your business? Has your local bank turned you down? Have you been told no when you really, really need to hear yes? Get cash to run your business right now. Call Strategic Funding and get a yes today. 800-210-6998. If you've been in business for at least a year, have annual revenue of at least $150,000 and minimum credit score of 550, we can provide you with up to five hundred thousand dollars our unique financing service can get you the cash you need with very flexible payment plans personalized to fit your specific situation growing your business just got a lot easier with approval in as little as one day stop worrying and call strategic funding today for a no obligation consultation 98. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. His debut album has taken Christian music by storm. And now he's coming to town for one night only. Compassion International presents the Chainbreaker Spring Revival Tour with Zach Williams. Grammy, Dove, and Billboard Music Award winner Zach Williams. Zach Williams with special guest Carrollton. And Jamie Kimmett. Zach Williams in the Chainbreakers Spring Revival Tour with Carrollton and Jamie Kimmett. Produced by Compassion Productions. Friday evening, April 6th at River City Community Church in Selma, Texas. Tickets on sale now at liveshowevents.net. A live show event, Rush Concert Production. There are two radio stations in the city that focus on good news. One is the good news about the economy, jobs, consumer confidence, and the defeat over ISIS. One is the good news about the victory over the cross. One is all about the here and now. The other is all about eternity. To get through the day, you need both. So when you want to know more about the day's news and what to think of it, turn to 9.30 a.m. The answer. If you want to change your life, turn to a.m. 6.30. The word. Together, we can change the world. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Logan, pick up that microphone there. And uh, Logan West is our guest now. He's going to talk a little about 4-H. Is that what or the, Okay, well, get that mic as close as you can. And uh, tell, us, tell us a little bit about what you what you got going on there. So you're a member, right? Yes, sir. Thank you for letting me have you here. Sure. For having me today. 
Uh, I'm actually a Texas 4-H water ambassador. And what is a Texas 4-H water ambassador? Uh, pretty much, I'm able to tell anybody uh, how they can serve water better and how the state is working to conserve our water for the next generation. Because by 2020, our population is going to exceed our percentage of water that we have in the state of Texas. So we learn, we're learning different abilities to save, save our water for the next generation and to, to teach younger generations how to save water for their next generation. Very smart. So what are some of the uh, options uh, for saving water that you teach? Uh, some of the things that I teach is how to use rainwater collection. I actually make and produce, make myself rainwater barrels under $45 uh, just by using rocks, uh, flower pots, uh, spigots and stuff like that in silicone just to make one and give it to people. I usually do presentations. I usually raff, uh, usually just give away my barrel afterwards to the person that was most interested in asking the most questions. That's kind of cool. Uh, do you, you you were kind of involved in conservation? I Calvin. was a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was so, the San Antonio Water System. I was conservation so, director. Yes. Yes, sir. We years. went to actually San Antonio and learned about salts and stuff like that. Yeah. What they're doing to conserve water uh -huh. for San Antonio. So, what are the challenges that you face in teaching people about? Uh, uh, most challenges is, is when people at when you ask them where where do you think their water comes from they say oh it comes from the sink or the shower or oh. something like that or you hear people say oh water we have plenty of that well let's just use ocean water which in fact you can't use ocean water because it costs billions of dollars just to process one plant of salt water. So uh, so you mentioned the rain barrels and rainwater collection. What are some other things that, that you advise folks that they can do? Uh, we advise people to conserve their water when they're feeding their water, watering and feeding their animals. If you're doing slop for animals, uh, how to water your plants more efficiently using a, a point on your field to a, a point system on your field when you're irrigating to make it easier on your field and you don't use as much water as you would if you were just watered the whole field like that. And we tell them to use drip lines, not regular, just have the water flowing. Drip lines are more efficient, gets the water straight, straight, uh, faster to the ground, and it doesn't, you don't lose as much water. So tell us about 4-H in general and what you guys do. Is this this uh, this is just one part of 4-H yes, and what it goes on? Uh, other things in 4-H is that you can be an ambassador in multiple different things, or you can just do speaking events like I do speaking events to show fashion and things like that for clothes. You can show animals. So it's a volunteer group. It's things that you can do to make the world a better place and to teach younger generations or older generations that have not had the opportunity to learn about agricultural uh, standpoints. This is a good point to use to teach people about how to be an agricultural person. Very cool. So what else? What chapter are you with? Oh, yeah, good point. What chapter I'm in? Which I'm county? in Stockdale 4-H Club. Which is which county? Yes, sir. Which county is that? Wilson County. Wilson County. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. So you do conservation. You're a conservation ambassador. What other ambassadors were you? Are you? Uh, there's also livestock ambassadors, shooting ambassadors, uh, equine ambassadors, uh, bow ambassadors. I think there's a few. Rabbit ambassadors. <laughs> there's quite a few. <laughs> well, when my my uh, son and daughter were growing up. They uh, were uh, involved with uh, training dogs. Oh wow! Yeah, there are there are yeah. dog shows and training dog dogs competitions. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, there's all kinds of things. There's llama showing. I, I'm actually wearing a belt buckle now for llama showing that I got grand, grand champion and state fair. Okay. So I think about that for a second. But there's llama showing. There's you can show hogs, show cattle. You can even do what I'm doing right now, small animal companions, which is I'm actually doing my bearded dragon right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's huh. not a real dragon with a beard. It's a lizard. <laughs> no, I, uh, Jerry, Jerry tried to be that. have a small uh, small animal companion, a squirrel, and a squirrel bit him. Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> See, that's you got to get a squirrel real young. Cause I even had a squirrel when I was little. See, Jerry, we told you that, but no, <laughs> you you were picking him up off the street. You had well, a street that's squirrel. I hit him with a car. <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't like me. That's why I bit you. Hit him with the car. Yeah, there, there you go. go. There you go. Now it makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, what grade are you in now? I'm only a sophomore in high school, sir. Wow. So, and how long will you be in 4-H? Sir? I'll probably be in 4-H even after I get out of high school because okay. Uh, okay. there's points for adults to do it too. You can be a, an advisor, you uh, advisor. You can even go down to the county uh, this, or the city hall uh, for Floresville, which is our county uh, hall, where you can be an ag, ag extension office member. Uh, shout out to. I saw uh, Mr. you. Day, uh, Mr. Brian, he's actually the guy that got me into water ambassador. Oh, okay, cool. I saw your county judge here today, too. Yes, sir, I saw him today, too. Yeah, Dr. Chagall, yeah. <laughs> you And you were helping uh, the, uh, the three counties, Wilson, Atascosa, Carnes County, trying to put together a Master Gardener uh, chapter, South Texas Master Gardener chapter, and you, you were helping out there. Uh, so, I was somewhat helping them sir i was actually this day they allowed me to have my my uh, little half of their booth for i could talk about the water ambassador program so i'm trying to get younger generations to join in and the generations my age because i'm only the uh, i'm one of the first ones ever out of the 16 uh i'm the only one in this county the closest one to me is in guadalupe and bear county mm-hmm. cool. but i want uh more ambassadors to be a part of this ne- this group next year i'm actually going for my tier two next year mm-hmm Cool. All right. So, first question is: If so, are you looking for opportunities to speak to groups? Repeat the question again. Are please. you looking for opportunities to speak to groups? Yes, I am looking for any opportunity to speak to groups. We have to make we have to do 40 hours of uh, speaking and uh, service to communities for water. So I'm looking for any opportunities to do anything uh, in those standpoints. All right. And so, do you have a way? Is there a little website or something that folks can contact you? Oh, okay. Is that is that you guys? That- yes, uh, you can contact me at 830-477-1390. Say it slower now. Yeah. You're as bad as, yeah. bad as Milton. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, that's me. I'm as yeah. Oh. He was squirrel guy. I'm the guy that reads the number. Calvin is the judgmental one. That's how you can remember us. <laughs> say, the, say the number again, but real slow. 830-477-1390. Cool. And what I'll do is I'll keep the card if that's okay. And no then if someone calls in, uh, I'll, I'll send Felix the number back at the station. So that's okay. how they can get in touch with you. That's my secretary's number. Is that right? Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> and your secretary, yeah. you're not going to have any Mom doesn't even get a shout-out. <laughs> mom doesn't get a shout-out. She gets the secretary. Yeah. I, uh, my yeah. mom slash secretary. Yeah. How far do you live from home? Because uh, you maybe are you driving yet? Cause, uh, uh, I'm driving. I have my permit uh, right now. Uh, well, maybe walking, uh, Logan. Uh, sort of driving. Yeah. Hey. Walking wouldn't be too bad. I need to lose weight anyways. All right. So, and uh, one more thing is uh, we're going to let you do community service. So pretend like the question was, what's the one thing that I can do right now? 
to start conserving water? Easiest thing as a homeowner. What's the one thing I can do? Easiest thing for a homeowner to conserve water, mm -hmm. brushing your teeth, turn off the water, or collect rainwater instead of using your water from your house to, uh, to water your grass. Use rainwater collection to water your grass. Very cool. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Great for job. Thanks, man. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And I'll send the number to Felix, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, if you have a question or want to uh, have uh, Logan come by and uh, talk to your group, you can do that too. So, all right, I'm going to do that now. All right, guys, what else is going on? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking to them. Oh, no, no, no. To you, to you. I didn't finish my newsletter. Oh yeah, yeah. Writing uh, my questions. I always do questions that's on the newsletter. Is it too late, Calvin? Is it too late to plant gladiolas for cut flowers this spring? I'd go ahead and plant them because they uh, normally they're, start, they're they starting to, start to come. Big, right? Yeah, they're starting to come up, but that cool weather we had has kind of slowed them down. So yeah. get them. Get them in fast, and I, the nurseries quite a lot of them have the glad gladiola bulbs, relatively inexpensive, and they're sure easy to grow. Great cut flowers. Oh yeah, they even without fertile soils and and whatever, gladi gladiolas do pretty good, and they're fun to grow too. They, I just they, leave. They're a good cut flower for yeah. a long period. Of, open, they start opening, you know. And yeah. I leave you can them. Watch them. I've, you know, in the, if you in, live in country where the ground freezes, you dig them up every fall and replant. But I've just uh, left them in my raised bed garden, and they come back every year. It's been like four years in a row now, and they're pretty good. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see this year there because only only a few have come up. So far this year, maybe this okay. cold weather has affected them. Uh, I would like to, <laughs> back to our rooting deal, I would like to know if English ivy can be rooted in water. Yes, English ivy can be rooted in water. If the water starts to look bad, or uh, you should you should change it for fresh water. But uh, you can root your own English out. Hey, uh, speaking of rooting, so one of the things you mentioned as we uh, got off the air was that um, one of the best uh, explanations of how to root roses. Uh, a long cuttings. explanation. Oh, is it a long? Oh, good. Okay. It's a long explanation and a detailed explanation. In, uh, was in Greg Grant's uh, Rose Rustler, new Rose Rustler book. So uh, if you pick up one of those, it's it's a good read and mm -hmm, it's fun. And he does a lot of uh, deal on propagation of roses. And then, then you got we mentioned that the, there's at least what four write-ups in plantanswers.com yeah, yeah. too. One, yeah, one from Bill Welch and uh, I forget the, who who the others are from, but uh, I, I remember Bill. I, I think Bill Welch had two. Two on that, and he, he's the one of the original Rose Rustlers, Bill Watson, mm -hmm. and worked for A&M and Greg's mentor, co-author on a number of books, including yeah, Rose Rustlers. Absolutely. Scrubby's on the line at 308-8867, 210-308-8867. Scrubby, welcome to hey, Burgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? 
Hey, look, I didn't want you guys to leave Wilson County without uh, uh, at least talking to somebody about watermelons. Look, we need more watermelons than roses, I think. So, <laughs> and, you know, Jerry knows about watermelons because where he's from, you know, the old black diamond and that big uh, long striped one, you know, we're missing that stuff that tastes like watermelon. I'd rather have a mouthful of seeds than a mouthful of meal, you know. <laughs> oh man! Those, You're talking those about people. the, the stripe. Stripe is called Jubilee. You're talking about thinking about. Oh, it Jubilee. is. Can you can you get that? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's still available. So, what oh, type good. of watermelon do you recommend? That scrubby? Do you grow them? Uh, well, yeah, once in a while, but I don't have much space here. But I just uh, got me a place down at George West, and you know, uh, it looks like the same place I come from in Arkansas. So. Uh, you know, I believe watermelons ought to be the big thing. Yeah. What you can't eat, the chickens will. There you go. <laughs> uh, and for a home gardener, I recommend uh, one called Crimson Sweet, developed uh, out of Kansas, and uh, it's a it's a round, it's a medium sized round melon. Uh, the problem you have with those big melons is is to get them to. Uh, Get them to mature, like Black Diamond and, and uh, all all uh, Jubilee. All Sweet is one. Jubilee is one. Uh, Charleston Gray. That's the one I was trying to think of. That that's mainly grown in that area. But they're yeah, elongated melons, and a lot of times a home gardener they're they're watering and taking care of the melon is not what it should be, and so they they'll they won't develop properly. Is the crimson sweet kind of forgiving? Crimson sweet is forgiving and it's round. Okay. So it does, it it's harder to fill out a long melon, just like it is a pecan, a long oh, melon yeah. than than it is to fill out a round melon. Oh, it makes they're, sense. They're super sweet. So when would you plant them by seed? By uh oh. Uh oh. You wouldn't plant them by seed, or you transplant? No, I'm thinking that you're getting ready to get into the watermelon business. I was thinking about it. It sounded you made it sound good. <laughs> Sometimes it's yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah. They plant them in uh, in Mar in late March. In late March, early okay. So the fall. Yeah. So scrubby, yeah, you're right. Some the spring. They should be coming up right now. I just yeah. wonder if. Uh, uh, is there anybody doing transplants? I mean, I, I, yeah, I live out here yeah, on the south side. Yeah, member periodically mm-hmm. sells transplants, and sometimes they'll even have uh, transplants of seedless watermelon. Yeah, and well, I wouldn't be interested in that. Can't say he doesn't want that. Yeah, he, he would said, be interested in that. <laughs> no, he said, I'm looking for a watermelon. Oh, and he one said, more well, thing. Well, you could. <laughs> one more thing. Does anybody use uh, cotton plants for ornamentals in their yard. I always did. I've, I've had cotton in my yard for 45 yeah, in fact, years. In fact, they've got a, a maroon, well, they've got a, a maroon, they used to grow it in a botanical garden, it had maroon foliage. I had, uh, I got and some then they've got from a that. Cotton, they've got a, actually produces maroon cotton. I had seeds for that, and it never came up. I could almost tell you the gal's name that invented it over there at A&M. Yeah, but, uh, right. 
But uh, it never came up for me. I had a little package of it, and it, uh, I never had any luck with it. But it, it I just was, wonder. It, it was maroon. It was Aggie surprise. Is that right? It was, yeah. It was, yeah. It was really a surprise in your case, huh? <laughs> or would it have well, been a surprise if it came up? <laughs> okay. One other thing that I've uh, tried to keep in my yard is a giant uh, tumbleweed. Does anybody know where we can get a tumbleweed these days? No. You, Nevada. You them, Nevada. You don't, grow them, you don't grow them. You haul them back from Arizona. Oh, or Amarillo. Uh, well, and I did find one in Texas City, believe it. It was six foot tall. I brought it back wow. from, wow. Uh, from uh, the Amoco refinery there and took it back to uh, Seabrook, where I live. Uh, but then my neighbors thought I was crazy because I didn't have a big fence and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it didn't root in or anything, did it? No, no, it, it blew around the yard. It was dead, had been dead a long time. So. Oh, okay. It, like was just a, it, was, it was just a dry tumbleweed, you know, but it was as big as me, okay. so I thought it was cool. So. I don't know much about tumbleweed. Well, if you've got a tumbleweed you'd like to uh, to, uh, yeah. to sell or give to Scrubby, you can call Felix at 210-308-8867. <laughs> they're, and, they're, uh, free. they're free. You just have to you know, be embarrassed to drive along with it tied to your car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pull it behind the car. Let it tumble yeah, behind yeah, the that's car. That's right. Yeah. Well, look, Thanks, you guys Scrubby. have been kind. I appreciate your help. Thank you. Thank you, sir, for Thanks. calling. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and afterwards we're going to talk to Jim. So give us a call, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Verde Road. And if you're ready for spring, Millburgers is ready to help you out with lots of ideas like petunias on sale in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. They're absolutely gorgeous. Plant them in mass, and you'll be able to when you save in the 4-inch pot. Again, at just 88 cents each. Begonias are absolutely gorgeous and one of our most popular color plants. You can find varieties for shade or sun, and you can find them in shades of red, white, and pink. Right now, begonias are just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Geraniums just scream. It's spring in San Antonio. And you'll find them in a variety of colors in the 6-inch pot, now just 488. This week, you'll save on a Texas Superstar Blue Plum Bago in the one-gallon container, just $4.88. You'll save on Texas Mountain Laurels, Red Buds, and Boston Fern Hanging Baskets, all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. San Antonio Magazine has named Get Your Geek On, the best podcast to listen to in all of San Antonio for 2017. You can listen to Get Your Geek On every Saturday night at 11 o'clock, right here on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers with some good news and some bad news. The good news is that fine jewelry lasts forever. It can always be made to look like new or easily redesigned. Here's the bad news. How much jewelry have you got sitting around in drawers needing work? That's money sitting there, and it isn't doing you any good. You have a pendant want a ring? We can do it. Have a bracelet want a ring? We can do it. And more good news. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, most repairs cost less than a nice lunch. Major renovation or a whole new 
new look? A lot less than you think. Mark Sadowski Jewelers' creativity and execution is the best in the country. Want some more good news? Right now we're offering 20% off on all jewelry repairs just for asking. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio since 1933. That's 85 years. On Northwest Military Highway near Wurzbach Parkway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Or visit us online at SadowskiJewelers.com. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. As we commemorate the life and ministry of Dr. Billy Graham today, there is much that can and should be said about his legacy. But I also have to speak about him in a very personal way. In 1993, when I was elected president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, he indicated he wanted to do whatever he could to help me in the cause of recovering and reforming the school, moving it in a very confessionally, decidedly conservative direction. So I asked him to speak at my inauguration as president of the seminary, and he did. He pointed to the gospel, he pointed to Christ, and he gave an enormous word of affirmation that was invaluable to the great cause of recovering the institution I lead to this day. The best way to honor Billy Graham, I'm confident he'd say, is to preach the gospel he preached, starting here, starting now. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program, publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. UIWI Institute and the Diabetes and Glandular Disease Clinic present the 2018 Easter Extravaganza, Saturday, March 24th at Traders Village on Southwest Loop 410. Four hunts with different age groups with 20,000 eggs to be found. Also have great door prizes and you can have your picture taken with the Easter Bunny. It's the Easter Extravaganza. Sponsored in part by Rainbow Play Systems, Gary Job Corps, and Thomas J. Henry. For complete details, go to 930amtheanswer.com. Weekdays on 930amtheanswer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 930amtheanswer. Jim is on the line. Jim, thanks for waiting through the break. How can we help you today? Sir, Mike, again, gentlemen. Um, listen, I sure wish I had some homegrown tomatoes to go with these ribeyes I'm fixing to burn, but I that got a question. Hurts. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We just I was we were in shock after you were teasing us with the ribeyes. Oh, okay. Well, they're not on yet, but in about 30 minutes. Hey, listen, I thought I heard Dr. Paulson say yesterday, I picked up a sun right there. We are up at that in Fullfield. And I just noticed today, I'm going to plant it this afternoon after my comatose state from eating this ribeye. Um, right at this evening, I'll plant it. But it's got a boom custom on it. I didn't notice yesterday. Should I pinch that off before I put this plant in the ground? One, one more time there. We were having trouble hearing you. Bloom cluster on the sunbright tomato I picked up from y'all yesterday. If I'm going to plant uh, this this evening, should I? It's got bloom cluster. They're not open yet, but it's going to have five blooms on it all together. Should I pinch that off? Oh, uh, the, the, are they in the ground or in a container? No, I'm going to plant it this, this evening when the sun gets low. No, you don't need to. You, you can go ahead and, and let that stay on there. 
You sleep those on there. And in the planting hole, should I put some uh, some uh, Epsom salt? I think I read that or saw that somewhere before. Yeah, uh, you it sure doesn't hurt anything. Okay. All right, uh, that's all I had today. I appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks, Jim. Uh, if you want to, if you, if you want to put something in the hole, put it, get you a starter solution or some superphosphate, uh, and put put that in the hole. I think uh, I have some rock rock phosphate. Will that work? Well, that's not as good as superphosphate, but uh, that that'll that that's better than nothing. Okay, but go ahead and put the Epsom salt in there, like just a handful. Right. Underneath. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. All right, good luck to you. I hope your tomato does well for you. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Hey, you got the list to tell us when the uh, top tomato contest is? Can you tell us that in a few seconds? Just a few before. No, yeah, I, except he's got the... I know, it's closed. He closed his notebook. Two-inch rubber bands are on there again. So, yeah, we'll tell you in a second. So, uh, Jim, if you're... I'm when, ready. Uh, oh, wow, see? Look at him. The... The... Uh, Yes. He's got it. Wait for he it. He can't find it. Oh, top tomato contest. Very good. Uh, June 9th. June 9th, okay. So, uh, June 9th. For the- there'll be more details uh, with the um, on the top tomato contest uh, coming up, and they'll be at millburgernursery.com and stuff. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, David. For event time, see millburgernursery.com. There you go. So let me tell you about a couple of things that are happening at the nursery next Saturday and then all the way through the end of the month. I'll kind of give you all the uh, stuff. So the blood drive, Millburgers Quarterly Blood Drive, is next Saturday. begins at 10 o'clock, goes till 1.30, and it's your chance to help your uh, fellow neighbors out in South Texas by donating blood. Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. And, uh, and of course, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice prizes for you as well, and thank yous. Uh, it's a better way to say that for giving blood. My suggestion is if you have the chance, uh, go ahead and make a reservation uh, with the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. Uh, and if, even if you don't, it's okay. It, it's very fast and very efficient. Uh, but if you can, that kind of uh, gets you in and out. So if you're worried about time, you can you can take care of that. If that's a, an objection to coming out, uh, you can take care of that by going to make a reservation. Then uh, also that same day, the 10th, next Saturday, David Rodriguez will be doing one of his free Earthkind seminars. The topic is your family's spring vegetable garden. So we'll talk about vegetable gardening in the spring, what to plant, what not to plant, what varieties, how to take care of it, how to get the best results. Uh, that's uh, next Saturday. It starts at 10.30 and goes on through noon. There's no cost, no RSVP needed. Um, so just come on out and uh, sit back and relax. Those get pretty full, too. So uh, get there as soon as you can uh, to get the best seat available. But in reality, there aren't any really bad seats there. Uh, on the 24th is the first weekend of Millburgers' big anniversary celebration. This is when Millburgers does a lot of fun stuff and uh, has great prices on plants, and it's your chance to uh, also uh, learn a little bit, too, because the San Antonio Rose Society will be on hand with answers to your rose questions on Saturday. They'll be there from 10 to 2. And so we encourage you to come on out and enjoy that. Those are absolutely free. And if they do it like they, they have in the past, it's not a presentation. It's just kind of you coming and asking them questions. And the Rosarians are so knowledgeable 
Um, but yeah, so if you come at one, you're going to get uh, the same questions answers that if you came at ten. So just plan to come on out on the 24th, uh, and then on the next uh, week, Calvin will be working with Mary, and they'll be ending the uh, big anniversary celebration with their presentation called Backyard Birds for Kids. Uh, now, this is one of those ones where you want to make reservations for it. It's free, but you want to RSV by calling 497-3760, because um, they're going to be having projects with that where your kids will leave with a free gourd birdhouse. I think that's what Mary's planning. And um, you want to, so they need to, know, they have to top that at a certain number. So to make sure you don't miss out on that, call 497-3760, and uh, you can make sure you're part of that on the 31st of March at Calvin. That's from 10 to 11 in the amphitheater, and Calvin and Mary will be doing that at Millburgers. And, and then next uh, Saturday, oh, yeah, thank you. there'll be a tomato program. It'll be at Dream Hill Estates over there in the medical center area. It's co-sponsored by Millburgers and then the, the Dream Hill Estates neighborhood. Uh, and it's 6800 Dorothy Louise Drive. It, you, you just go to Babcock off of 410, and you intersect with Dorothy Louise about a half mile up Babcock. And uh, everybody, just like this program, uh, folks will have a chance, as long as they last, to get a rodeo tomato. And we'll talk about vegetable gardening and uh, and tomato gardening. And it starts at 9.30, and it'll be over at uh, 10.30. So yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Bring your kids and uh, come on out there to uh, Dream Hill Estates. That's Saturday the 10th from uh, 10, uh, what did I say, 10, 9.30 to 10.30. Okay. 6800 Dorothy Louise Drive. Is there a website or something for that? Yeah, Dream Hill Estates. Okay. Education Resource Center, just Deercy or Dream Hill Estates, you'll find it. You'll find it. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, for more information on these events, go to MillburgerNursery.com, and you'll find out about uh, the anniversary. Yeah, you should actually have them put on there. They, they list stuff through the community as well, so they should put that on there um, for you. All right, uh, our number, 210-308-8867. Got about five minutes left of the show, so if you've been thinking about a uh, question, it's uh, still a chance to get one in. You can tell that the uh, last chance forever just, uh, yeah, just closed because uh, a lot busy. of folks moving through. Ed is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi there, Ed. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? Oh, um, same old stuff. Uh, I just heard you talk about that last chance forever. Uh, when I've seen those, when I've seen them two or three times, those are very good. Yeah, I mean, that's excellent. a good presentation. Um, when I, my question was, have you guys heard anything or know anything about the Festival of Flowers? The one in San Antonio? I just got, I think Jerry and I just got an email saying they moved it. Uh, I can't remember what the date is, but they, they moved it from uh, Elzar Shrine to some... Uh, to Austin some, Highway. Austin Highway Auditorium or Convention something? Center. Convention yes. Center, which I'm not sure. Is it going to be the same day, you think? I think Ann's going to come on and talk to us about it next week, next week, Ed, if that helps. Okay. Okay. Well, that, uh, which, I, I, it's usually the the Saturday before uh, 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 Memorial Day. So, right. uh, 
I, I guess that's probably when it's still going to be. I, I've been looking on and off on all the websites, and I've gotten either no information or con- some conflicting information. So uh, if you guys heard or had an email that said that it was uh, going to be... Uh, Austin, uh, uh, Austin uh, Highway uh, Event Center. Center. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, well, I'll keep watching the websites and stuff, but I was real surprised that I hadn't seen anything yet because normally that information's up pretty early. Well, here you go. You're not going to SAFestivalofflowers.com, are you? Yes, Actually, I am. I think that probably they were finalizing everything So, because um, that email came late, yeah. late in the week. It's May so, 26th, Saturday, yeah, May 26th. If you go to SAFestivalofflowers.com, it has uh, the information. It says uh, Saturday, May 26, 9 to 5, admission, and it gives all the information, including the address for the Austin Highway Event Center. Right. Uh, well, I was on that website, but I, I've also seen uh, some stuff that says it's still on Shriners. But uh, on the website you're talking about, uh, I couldn't get any of the links to work. I clicked on every single oh. of them, and none of them uh, went anywhere. That's weird. I'll email Ann, and it may just be that, but they've changed it up. But we'll find out. I'm, I'm sure that's it's. I okay. Well, change, we got lots so. of time. Yeah, got a little bit of time. All right. Uh, well, that, thank uh, you. Uh, they've been trying to uh, shut you out there, Ed. So I guess it worked finally. Yeah. Too. Oh, wait a minute. Did you read uh, the email? At the bottom it says. The bottom of the email um, Calvin was referring to on his phone says, "Don't tell Ed." <laughs> Ed we, Ed, we didn't tell you this. If, if, you, if you show up and they ask how you heard about it, it wasn't from us, all right? All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll protect you. I'll watch you back. You. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate that, Ed. Our laser. <laughs> I know Ed has bought some of the raffle tickets. Ed, the raffle will be in a half an hour. They'll be picking the winners. We'll let you know if you, get, you win it. All right, well, just load it up on Jerry's truck, and I'll give you the address where you can deliver all the stuff. There you go. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Thank you. Thanks bye. a lot. You, you take right. care. Yeah, we'll see if uh, I, let's see if we can talk to Ann, if not next week, then the week after. But, yeah, we'll need to know pretty soon. It's coming up, so folks need to make those plans. But, yeah, I think that that's on their website, safestivalflowers.com. All right, we're going to say goodbye today. Uh, but uh, we'll be back at the nursery at Mill Burgers next Saturday and Sunday. It's at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And uh, we want to thank everybody here at the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show for treating us so nice and for having us. And we want to thank uh, Felix back at the studios, getting all your calls on the air and taking care of us. And, of course, thank you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you next Saturday and Sunday from Mill Burgers Gardening, South Texas. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.